Welcome to the Augusta Golf Show podcast. Now, here's John Patrick. Jimmy Roberts covers the game for NBC Sports and Golf Channel. Pleasure to welcome Jimmy Roberts back to the Augusta Golf Show. How are you, Jimmy? John, I am well. I am well. It's been a busy summer, but uh, a good one. Yeah, I don't think I've ever asked you this. Speaking of a busy summer, I've seen from time to time Instagram and or Twitter. Uh, I guess it's no longer Twitter. Uh, you, you do play golf. How often do you get to play? You know what? What I like to say is that I play twice as much as I have a right to and half as much as I would like to. Huh. All right, hold on. I'll be writing that down. Uh, that's a great answer. That's a great, but that's how much? How much in the summertime do you get to, to do it? You know, in the summertime, depending on uh, if I'm home, and, you know, maybe, what, twice a week? Um, and if I'm away, it all depends on where I'm away. And um, we have a favorite vacation spot that we go to. Uh, try and get out to the east end of Long Island and mm-hmm. fortunate enough to get invited to play golf out there occasionally. So, um, I, and then also there's the issue. It, it depends on what type of shape the machine is in. <laughs> and, and, some, and, and sometimes the machine needs, uh, well, it, it just doesn't function as smoothly as it does at other times, and that may limit it. How often we take it out of the garage. Yeah, it scares me how much I understand that. Um, uh, I wanted to have you on to kind of catch up on some of the news from earlier this week. Um, What did you make of the news of Tiger Woods joining the policy board? Uh, It's it's significant. I think that it's not only significant that Tiger is joining the policy board, but I thought there was one line in Tiger's statement that I thought was significant, and I mentioned it on Golf Central last week, I I said that the the last line of Tiger's statement was that in regard to Jay Monahan, he said he has my full confidence. I think that, I'm I'm paraphrasing, but I'm pretty sure I'm pretty close to it. He has my full confidence. And I think that's significant. Um, I think that's you know, Tiger's um, participation on the policy board is enormous because his voice is every bit as weighty as Jack Nicholas's, and with good reason. He's earned it. Um, and I also think, think it's significant because Tiger's never really done anything like this before. Uh, I also think that what was tremendously significant is that there are now six player directors and there are five independent directors and one PGA of America director. So, and Peter Malnati said this to Todd Lewis earlier this week. He said, what that means is that the players can't be outvoted. And I think that's significant. Uh, They don't have a majority, but they cannot be outvoted. And I think that, um, all of that together is is truly significant. Do you think it's good news or bad news for the agreement and the PIF? Uh, I think it's good news. Look, I think ultimately, just my opinion, 
What do I know? Take this for what it's worth. This is not going to get voted down. There, you know, what this means is a tremendous amount of money in the pockets of the players. And I think that from everything I'm hearing is that I, I think the, the greatest amount of the pushback had to do with the fact that this happened kind of in the dark of night and that the players weren't consulted. And I think that that, from the way I read it, seemed to be the greatest kind of uh, part of the deal that the players had the problem with. I think this means they're going to earn a lot more money, unless I'm reading this wrong. And, you know, I think something Lee Westwood said really is something that you need to think about. You know, for years, I don't know how many years it was, the DP tour, then the European tour, had a, an agreement with a tournament in Saudi Arabia. Mm-hmm. And so I think it was somewhat confusing that for a long time, the, the DP tour was encouraging its players to participate in Saudi Arabia. Now, all of a sudden, you know, they're the enemy. Now, I'm not saying, I'm not taking a moral stand on this. I have always thought that we should just, as a society, be consistent about this. And I do think that it's kind of inevitable. It's not inevitable. It, it, it's history. The Saudis had uh, participated in the international golf scene for, for several years now. I, I think that um, I think ultimately this will be good for golf. You know, save this clip. Maybe I'll be wrong. But I do think, just my opinion again, I, I want to qualify this as many times as I can. I think that what's going to happen is that from January to August, the PGA Tour is going to be what it always has been. And I think that from September to December, there's going to be some kind of new product where the Tour, the DP Tour, and the um, and the PIF are going to participate together to create some kind of new product. And doesn't that kind of sound like the way things used to be in what we used to call the silly season when players would play on the PGA Tour, and then after the PGA Championship, when it was in August, they would go and they would play in Sun City, which, by the way, many players went to play in, and that was, at the time, as you may remember, because of apartheid, mm-hmm. just as morally you know, repugnant as perhaps you know, playing an event that's sponsored by the Saudis. But you know, they'd go and play in Sun City, or they'd go and play at the Dunlop Phoenix, uh, Dunlop Phoenix. You know, this is the way things used to be, and I think this is the way things are going to be again. So I think it's uh, ultimately, I think ultimately it is going to be good for golf. We're talking with Jimmy Roberts here on the Augusta Golf Show. One other piece of news that you brought up initiatives that may pass, may not pass. PGA Tour coming out against rolling back the golf ball. Where do you think that all goes? Geez, I don't know. I, I mean, personally... I, I don't know that that's a great idea. I mean, I, you know, I don't know. I, I don't want to see the bifurcation, but I do think that the people who think that the ball goes too far 
and that it's presenting a danger to classic architecture. I think there's something to be said about that. Before I let you go, we um, got a Ryder Cup coming up. You've covered a lot of them. Talk a little bit about that experience. What's that experience like? And is it, is it, how similar is it to some other large events you've covered? It is the single greatest sporting event that exists. Hmm. Period. That's just the way I feel. It's just an extraordinary event. If you've never been to a Ryder Cup and you're a sports fan, you should go. It's that simple. Um, the energy, I love the fact. You know, you think about Brian Harmon and how at the Open, he had to play those last 18 holes, maybe the last 36 holes, with people screaming at him that he didn't have the stones to get it done. And, you know, he was out there all alone. Well, there'll be a lot of that, but he won't be out there all alone. And I think that will create, uh, and it always does create just such a great atmosphere. It's the best sporting event that exists. He's Jimmy Roberts covering the game for NBC Sports and uh, for Golf Channel. Always gracious with his time when I pick up the phone and, and ask him to be on the show. Jimmy, thank you for doing this. Enjoy the Ryder Cup. Have a great time. Okay, John. Good talking with you.